Anna here. Did you know I have another podcast? And did you know it's all about failure? Well, at this point, you'd have to answer yes to both of those questions because I just told you. But my other show isn't just about failure. It's about failing your way to success. Yes, success. Because the most successful people are often just the people who've gotten up the most times after their failures. Don't believe me? Go download Fail Your Way to Success wherever you get your podcasts or go to failyourway.com for more info. Now back to the show. On Good Authority has had over a million downloads, regularly appears on the top 100 career podcast list, and has been named one of the best publishing podcasts by LA Weekly and Kindlepreneur. Please welcome OG Authority host, New York Times bestselling author, Anna David. There are people who launch books, end up just having a nice thing to put on their shelves. Then there are people who launch books that transform their careers and their lives. As a former member of the first group, I strongly urge you to be part of the second. In this show, I talk to entrepreneurs and authors about how to intentionally launch the book that will serve as the best business card and marketing tool you've ever had. Get ready for takeoff. Well, hello there and welcome to the podcast that that loves you and doesn't want your heart broken uh, by your book publishing experience. It wants your heart fulfilled and your bank account fulfilled, all of it fulfilled um, by, by showing you how to write and publish books that will transform your authority, your life, your career, um, and all the other things. If you like this podcast, I bet you love my book on good authority, um, seven steps to prepare, promote and profit from a how to book that makes you the go to expert. And you don't want to know something. That's my first subtitle I've ever actually remembered. I, 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 I've talked about this book so much that I remember the subtitle. I have books, these three books I've written where I couldn't tell you what the subtitle is. Anyway, you'd also like my book to business course. You can get the book and the course links to more information about both of them by going to ongoodauthoritypod.com. So today's guest is the delightful Tawny Lara. She's a podcaster. She's an author. She's a gal about town. She's known as the sober sexpert. And she has a book called Dry Humping coming out about it. This was recorded, um, I mean, about dating and sex when you're sober and all the things, but we don't really get into the topic of the book so much as how she got a book deal, how she started promoting from the minute she sold her book. Maybe she had a t-shirt made of her publisher's marketplace deal. Um, how she's encouraging dry... Uh, <laughs> pre-orders, not dry orders, and so much more. I'm going to stop this ridiculous. I'm so sorry. I ate a chocolate bar and I think it just made me insane. Not like a little chocolate bar, like a huge Cadbury bar. I apologize. But I don't apologize for this interview with Tani Lara. I hope you love it. Here we go. So long overdue, you and I. I mean, at last. Finally, we're giving the people what they want. People, do you get what's <laughs> happening? This is such an historical moment, not just because Bernie the cat is trying to get involved, but because we go from, well, from hearing about each other to 
to uh high front row macklemore dancing <laughs> to to you know that thing you guys when you recognize somebody that you know from online and you kind of go is that you is that you we had yes. that did we not it was um, so cool <laughs> it was so cool and so and i feel like i not to sound like an old person but like i've seen your your journey. I mean, you were always known and all of these things, but I met you and you were like, I want to be a writer. And mm -hmm. I said, that's so awesome. And then you start getting published in Playboy and you're in all the places. And then I tried to talk you out of doing a traditional book deal and I did not succeed, but the end has not been written. We shall see if you ever come back and say, Anna, you know what you were right, but you, I've watched you market yourself so geniusly because I don't think it's it's also organic. I don't even think you're really trying. Tell me. I'll stop talking. <laughs> no, I mean that's I'm glad that it comes across that way because that's exactly what it is. I mean, it's funny because when people ask me for marketing tips or like how'd you do this? How'd you do that? Like I am tr it it is true that like it just I I think I was literally born <laughs> to self-promote. It just feels so natural um even Anna as a kid when um I wanted to raise money to sit to buy a new video game um I I was literally like six six or seven years old um I put together a fundraiser in my apartment complex <laughs> and I I knew the concept of a raffle ticket but I didn't like I was talking to my mom about it. And she goes, it sounds like you want to give away raffle tickets and have prizes. And I was like, yeah. So I literally threw, put together a carnival. Um, I charged people to watch me do what I called bike tricks. I, I don't <laughs> So like, and I, you know, I, I made the money to buy my um, video game. And I share that story just to show that like, I really, it's in my blood. It's in my DNA. I don't, I don't know why, but I'm a marketing nerd and now I'm applying that to publishing. It's so convenient in 2023 to be like that. I have a question that I should have asked you before. When you look at your mic, when you click on mic, uh, you see that little cute icon. Does it show the mic that you want it to show or does it show your computer? Let me sound switch to Yeti. Yes. Okay, this is Yeti. Oh my God, that's just so gorgeous sounding. <laughs> Good. Now, now we get your full, your full sexy voice. So yeah, so you had this gene in you. How, um, let's talk about how you made yourself traditional book attractive. What did you have to do? Because obviously everybody says, oh, I want to go sell a book. I've got this great idea. And Alas, the great idea doesn't matter. Ideas don't matter. Mm -hmm. the, and it's not because publishers are evil. It's because they want to know their book will sell. And they don't, it's not going to sell unless you have an audience. They're not bringing the audience mm -hmm. to you. You're bringing the audience to them. So tell tell people what you did. Yeah, I mean, it's I, I organically built a following over the last seven and a half years to be honest, you know, like I, I quit drinking. I started a blog about not drinking. And then that blog turned into, you know, the, my podcast with Lisa, freelance writing. And so like, by the time I was at the book proposal stage, I already had, you know, what we call a platform. I had a, I had a 
a good size following, you know, like I recently just hit 10,000 on Instagram. So like, it's still like a pretty small following in the grand scheme of like influencer world. Um, but I have, you know, Lisa and I've had a steady podcast for five years. I've had a steady freelancing career. So, you know, my platform isn't just followers, it's editors and other writers and, and people like that. So by the time I got to book proposal stage, I already kind of figured all of that out. Yeah. And I, you know, I did have my finger on the, on the pulse of the sober sex and dating conversation pretty early on. Yeah. Um, and now it is such a zeitgeist conversation that we could have never predicted when I started writing about it years ago. Right. So, you know, it's platform, yes, but it's also like I had a really good idea for a book. And what I think is a fabulous title, Dry Humping, that caught agents' eyes, it caught editors' eyes, like, it was one of those titles that the, the feedback that I got, it's one of those titles that people yeah. were like, I had to at least read this. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and when that title came to you, was it, you know, walking down the street or were you sitting at your, at your computer brainstorming a bunch of titles and you said, ah, this is it? How'd you get it? You know, it was it was just like a, a placeholder for when I was working on my proposal. I was like, oh, dry humping. That's kind of funny. I'll probably think of something better down the road. And Never did, thankfully, because I think it's the perfect name. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so you did something that I've never seen anybody do, which is, uh, and I loved it, which is when the Publishers Marketplace uh, deal was announced, you got it made into a t-shirt. Talk about I that. Did. <laughs> I did. Um, you know, I saw someone on Twitter who turned their Publishers Marketplace announcement into a coffee mug. Mm -hmm. And I saw that a couple years ago, and it was kind of stuck in my brain of like, one day I'll do this. One day I'll do something cool with my publisher's marketplace screenshot, you know? Um, and so I was looking at, I, I forgot the website that I ordered it, but I was looking at all these options and I was like, let's go with the t-shirt. And it, I, I love it. I, I'm so glad that I did it. I went, you know, most people don't know what it is unless they're writers. Right. Uh, but it's like, but it's, it's also just like this reminder when I put it on, it's like, you sold a book. Yep. You know, yep. like you did, you did the thing. And it's like, if you know, you know. Yes. Um, and it's, it's, uh, it's just this funny thing. I mean, in this like humble brag universe that we live in and you're, 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 you're not supposed to talk about your accomplishments because people aren't going to like it. But then we're just saying, I'm very proud of myself for yes. doing this come in. Mm -hmm. It's, that it's complicated especially for women, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it is definitely complicated, but it's, you know, I, as you know, it is so much damn work to get a traditional publishing deal. And I got a lot of no's, a ton of no's. Um, but I just needed that one. Yes. And that's yeah. what I got. And I was like, I am, that was almost two years ago. <laughs> you know, it's it moves at a very glacial pace, but I'm, I'm still going to wear that shirt forever. Like that's it's my first book deal. <laughs> and then the other thing you did that I love that I've never seen someone do is you changed your profile name to say pre-order my book. Did you do yes. that on all the platforms? That's just on Twitter. Um, because Twitter is very, or at least my corner of, of Twitter is like, I'm, I'm just like in the literary world. And, um, I, 
I, again, I, I had seen other people do similar things, putting a little call to action in, in their name. And I was like, Oh, that's a good idea. So I tried it. Um, and it's, yeah, everything is very self promotion y. And I understand why a lot of writers feel uncomfortable with that angle of publishing, but yep. I, I really liked writing my book proposal. <laughs> I know that sounds weird. Like I like, I have a business degree. I like marketing. I, I like this kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, I think writing books is fun. So I yeah. mean, I'm no, I'm used to people thinking it's weird. That's weird. Uh, it's like how I relax. Um, <laughs> what, okay. So let's talk about, so, so what is your release date? I know this will be coming out around then, but what's your actual yes. date? Yes. Um, so it's September 19th. Uh-huh. Right. Smack in the middle of recovery month. And what are you planning to do for your launch? So, you know, my publisher and I are, we're talking about that right now. Um, obviously a couple New York city events, cause that's where I live and probably LA, but, and then I'll probably do something in my hometown of Waco, Texas. Cause that's where I grew up. That's where I did the majority of my binge drinking, <laughs> which got me to where I am. And I still have a large community there. Mm -hmm. Um, my agent reminded me to, I'm curious what you think of what, what you think of this. My agent suggested, um, never throw a book launch in a town. You would not throw a birthday party for yourself. 100%. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. hundred percent. Cause who's going to come? Yeah. I, I remember for my first couple of books, I was like, Oh, well I'm on television. I get fan mail. People know who I am. Obviously this like, it's going to be packed. No, 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 no. It's only people I know. And like now and again, someone I don't know will turn up, but very, very rarely. I also, you know, I just released a book and I was offered a reading at Book Soup and I turned it down because I, I know it doesn't really sell books and I don't want the pressure. You know what I really don't want? I don't want to set myself up to be mad at people for not showing up. That's real. It's real. I get enough of that. You know, mm -hmm. I, 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 if you've got that story, you're going around looking to build evidence, uh, you know, why, why, uh, you know, give yourself more opportunities. But so absolutely only have a book event where you know you can get people because have you seen that thing on Twitter where that woman tweeted? Yes. No, but you know, so we explain it for people who don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. This woman just tweeted a picture of just from, you know, from the podium's perspective, she's at a bookstore and it's just a picture of what five rows of empty chairs. And it's just, I saw it, everyone saw it and just cru like, it's just crushing. It's yeah. relatable, but it's, it's, it's still crushing. Um, and I know that that's becoming more common since the pandemic and with an increase in virtual book launch events. So you know, we're, we're going to do a lot of virtual events yeah. because those are very low stakes and um, you can really do those anytime, you know, like you don't have to just do those when the book is new, like you can do an event with an author friend anytime. And so, and so, yeah, to clarify, so this was kind of a not particularly well-known author who tweeted this and then Stephen King, Margaret Atwood, all these mm -hmm. other Neil Gaiman saw this and said, oh my God, this has happened to me. And in a beautiful, ironic twist, it brought all this attention to her book. 
Um, so I am somebody who my, my publishers never set up readings for me in, in cities where I didn't live. So I never had the horrifying experience of that, but I've heard time and time again of what it's like to show up. And, and it's just, I mean, I I live in a city like in LA, you're competing with so many different events. Uh Your book reading better be real spectacular if you're going to get people there. New York's the same. It's it's the exact same. I mean, one one of my friends, she's actually in my agent sister. We we share an agent, Sophie St. Thomas. She she throws epic book launches. Like it's not just at a bookshop. She does them in bars. She has burlesque dancers. She has like I mean, it's it's an event. Amazing. So I I always want I always am excited to go to a Sophie St. Thomas book launch. Um, and I'm going, you know, you asked what I'm doing to prepare for the launch. I'm going to tons of book launches. Like that's pretty much my only socializing right now um, is I'm like, hey, asking friends if, hey, do you want to go to this book launch with me? Great. That's how we're going to hang out and catch up because it's research. Yeah. And we both know how important it is to show up for each other's book launches. So genius. How are, so are these just all writer friends that you have that yeah. are launching books? writer friends and kind of like, you know, internet friends that we've not yet met IRL going to their book launch, finally hugging them in person, you know, supporting their books. Like mm-hmm. it's, you know, it, it is just, it's so important to support in, in any way that you can, whether it's pre-ordering, going to the event, um, posting about it on social media, you know, that's, mm-hmm. that's another thing I've been doing is doing like an advanced digital advanced reader swap, um, send like other friends that are, have books on pre-order right now, we're sending each other our arcs and then posting that we're reading it in our mm. Instagram stories and including pre-order links. Um, so like my Kindle is full of just like advanced copies of books right now, you know, it's interesting, you know, and maybe listeners know I'm I'm not a fan of the pre-order. I, traditional publishers still do pre-orders, but all these studies show that people don't uh, buy. You know, Amazon gives all the juice to a book as soon as it's up, so I always do a super stealth release. Don't tell anybody until the actual release because people in our day and age just don't like to buy things they can't get right away. But whatever. The traditional publishing world is not listening to me yet. But, but I, so I don't recommend pre-orders, but I know all traditional publishing because the way it used to work back in like the, you know, when, when I first started is bookstores would take a look at pre-orders and decide um, how, how many orders they were going to put in. But now, but now with print on demand, it doesn't, um, it doesn't matter as much. It doesn't matter. Well, Um, we're also, we're doing some pre-order incentives, you know, like if people are pre-ordering, they're getting like a, a PDF of something something that I've written so they can read it in the meantime. So, you know, there's all, there's all sorts of ways to incentivize in the traditional publishing world. And so I'm, you know, I'm still in that stage and I started a sub stack. Yeah. I saw Um, that just this week, right? Yeah. It's, it's, uh, I'm very late to the sub stack game. I'm having one of those, why the fuck didn't I do this sooner moments? Um, because I just launched it and I'm already making like pretty decent money off of it. Really? And yes, it's, it's, you know, I've always wanted a sober dating and relationships column. And yeah. with, even with, with all of my editorial contacts, no, like I just it couldn't land it. People did not either 
magazines aren't seeing the value in it. Sites aren't seeing the value in it. So I just said, all right, I'm going to do my own thing, going to Substack. Um, and I am like pretty surprised at how um, how many subscribers I'm getting and the people that are paying. It, it's very validating. Um, and it's keeping the bu the momentum of buzz of the uh, of the launch. Of the book. Yeah. Yeah. So how are you using your newsletter to put to get the buzz going for the book? So the it's every every Wednesday hump day, of course, is um, the the free column. So I, I answer subscriber questions about sober dating and relationships. Um, and then every other week I do something behind a paywall and that and then, you know, the free subscribers get like a little nugget of the paywalled post. And that's typically how you're going to convert a lot of uh, free yeah. into paid. So it could be, you know, a lot of people are doing um, like link roundups, like what articles you've read this week, songs you're listening to, books you're reading. So it really is like more of like an inside, um, like what I'm up to. Like if you really want to know what I'm up to for $5 a month. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you can find out. <laughs> and and so, but how does that promote your book or how does it stoke the excitement? Well, because everything that I'm writing about is under the sober dating umbrella. Right. It's about sober relationships, sober curious dating. Um, replace, I mean, the, the column is called Beyond Liquid Courage. So it's, mm -hmm. rem it's reminding readers you don't need liquid courage to have a good time on a date or in the bedroom. So... Um, and there's a pre-order link in every issue. Um, an image of the book is in every issue. Um, so, you know, stay, stay tuned. We'll see how it goes. It's only been a few weeks, but it's, um, I'm pretty happy with it so far. I think, I think Substack is really, um, they've, I think they've figured something out. Is They don't make any money unless the author is making money. And I like that model. And they just launched their own version of Twitter, which is great because there's no yeah. ads because you're paying, you know, like, so I I'm not being paid by Substack to say this. I'm just really obsessed with it. <laughs> people are definitely. I know people who are um, and people who are doing <clears throat> really well. And um, Elle Griffin is releasing or, or I think has released her book over Substack, mm -hmm. literally skipping the print book. Um, previous podcast guest. So what else are you doing for your launch? Um, I did a, so I don't know if you saw this, but when I logged into Zoom, my Zoom profile photo is my book. Genius. Genius. And it's just, it just says pre-order. So anytime I do a Zoom event, which you know is usually at least one a day, at yeah. least, um, I'm promoting the book. Um, and if I'm attending an event and I'm off camera, you know, it's people are still seeing, oh, like, who is this? And I've actually had people DM me from that. Like, hey, I saw you in so-and-so's class. I, the title caught my eye. I just pre-ordered your book. And I'm like, cool, this is working. <laughs> so you're showing, like, what these are, what are these? These are courses you're taking, live events yeah, you're going to, book launches? I all, all of that. I take a mm -hmm. lot of classes. I'm such a nerd. I'm always studying something. Yeah. Um, I go to a lot of virtual book events, um, you know, stuff like that. Um, also, some Substack people do quarterly virtual hangouts for their subscribers. So I go to some of those. Um, yeah, it's just like you 
log in and camera off and it's just like promo time. <laughs> I love it. Um, and so do you have it in your signature? Yes, you my, email, okay, my email signature, uh, so, you know, pre-order my book. It was a picture and a link. Yep. Um, I mean, it's, it's everywhere. Like I yeah. am very, very annoying about it. Um, and you just kind of have to be, I'm also, I'm, um, I'm in a Facebook group for people who have books coming out, coming out in 2023. So we're also supporting each other, like adding each other's books as want to read on Goodreads. Mm -hmm. That, that really helps. Um, How you know, does getting, that help? Um, it just, it's when you add some, when you add a book as want to read on Goodreads, it shows up in, in the, in your newsfeed basically. So it's like, if you add my book to want to read, anyone who follows you on Goodreads sees Anna David wants to read Dry Humping. And then they click on that and they're like, oh, what's that? Then then maybe they add it to their want to read list. Maybe they pre-order it. Um, Are you it just, on Goodreads a lot? Is that something that people still do? Yes. It's they big. Do. Yes. Goodreads is, is I, I love it. Um, I love it because it's social networking, but it's just books. It's literally just what you're reading. Um, I have, I've had, you know, advanced readers leave early reviews on my Goodreads. I don't know. A lot of authors do Goodreads giveaways. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's very popular. People it's, are, it, people are into it. I remember it started actually just a little, a little party girl drop when it started the guy, it was a couple who started it before they sold it to Amazon. And they said, what books are you hearing all the buzz about now? And he said, party girl, cause it was, right yes. before it was coming out and lots of people are into it. My audience is not the air. My entrepreneurial audience doesn't even know what Goodreads is, but, but it's, it's, um, you know, I do know people who talk about it still. Um, what what else? Oh, what about the podcast? How are you using the podcast to launch the book or to promote the book? Yeah, so we we talk about the book often. Um, and then in our show notes, there's links to buy Lisa's book and my book. And, and now the newsletter. We've recently added the link to my newsletter. So anytime you see the show notes, um, there's links in there. Um, and we just, we talk about it all the time. We talk about the writing process. We talk about the publishing process, being an author in recovery. You know, we find ways to, to tie it in, especially cause Lisa and I, we both took different paths. You know, she literally won a book deal and she has sold over a hundred thousand copies of her book. Sorry. Like she's a very successful debut author, which you know is very, very rare. Very. For as many books as she sold. So, you know, she and like our podcast, I think is is successful because we talk about recovery from different angles, but we also talk about publishing from different angles. We're bi-coastal. Like it really is like there's different ways to do things and we show people two different routes. Yeah. And I love, so yeah, your podcast by Coastal Bisexual um, uh -huh. and, and by Generational. Yes, exactly. I think, I think that's a big one. You know, people love that. The feedback that we get is people love hearing from two different generations. You know, Lisa is the Gen X 12 stepper, you know, and I'm yeah. a millennial who had a blog. 
right, <laughs> so it's right, like right. who who did my own program you know who got sober through yoga and therapy and meditation and and stuff like that so there's no there's no one way to right. get sober there's no one way to publish a book there's no one way to promote a book and what is going to be or what is your offer so, you know, I'm always preaching a book's great, but unless you're Lisa Smith, you're not going to make money off of book, book sales. So how are you going to use the book to to bring people in so you can help them further? Well, you know, this is where my master's in Anna David education comes in. Um, yes. I, you know, I took so many of your classes over the years. And I think the thing that stuck, stuck, that stuck with me um, was how... Right. I think you said writing a book is your ultimate business card or ultimate byline, sure. something like that. Yeah. And and so that always stuck with me. And I was just like, I'm seeing that you can make a lot of money public speaking because you wrote a book on a thing, you know. So that's the that's my goal. That's my plan here is, you know, I'm 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 setting myself up for multiple revenue streams with the book, the podcast, the newsletter um, yes. and then hope and then public speaking. Um, yes. All talking about alcohol-free sex, dating, and relationships. And what's really interesting is you have, quote, really owned that. No one else has come along and done it. And it reminds me of, you know, Ryan Hampton, <clears throat> friend mm. of the show, Ryan Hampton. He told me, you know, he got sober and he looked around and he said, nobody's doing this. I'm going to. Is that what you did? A hundred percent. That's exactly what I did. I mean, you know how Lisa Googled cool, sober women and she found you. Yes. <laughs> um, I, in early sobriety, I Googled sober dating, sober sex, and there was nothing. There's yeah. still not a lot, you know? Yeah. So I was like, I was just like, okay, I guess I'm going to have to just, do, I like, I don't have any resources here. Um, I'm going to have to figure this out. And then I talked about that, you know, and I think that's how I built an organic following is because I was like, like, yes, the internet calls me the sober sexpert, but I don't, I, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I was just like, the expertise that I bring to the table is personal sobriety and journalistic research, you know, and, and, you know, therapy and, and all of that. But like, I'm not a sex educator. I'm not a mental health professional, but I am a sober person who has struggled with dating and relationships and sex without alcohol. That was really, really hard for me. So I think being that honest and vulnerable with my following from the very beginning created and established some trust that they were like, okay, she's going there. She's talking about this. And I think that's why the title was so important to me is because I, you and I both know how heavy the conversation is. Like sober sex and dating is really hard so I wanted a title that was funny and would make people like giggle a little bit and be like, okay, this is a difficult subject, but we're, she's clearly going to help me laugh, laugh my way through it. And is that the tone of the book? Is it funny? Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I hope, I hope people think so. <laughs> um, I wrote it, you know, it's very conversational. It's very, um, I think witty and zeitgeisty and it's, it really catches the moment and the vulnerability and the, how, how hard it is to date without alcohol, but it, it leaves readers with, with hope that they can do it. You know, if I can do it, you can do it kind of thing. And, 
even though like I, I'm, I have a partner and he's also sober, but like, that's not when the journey stops. That's actually when it be it really begins because being in a relationship sober takes it to a whole other level. It's, it's hard. It's a lot of communication. And then looking at your past, uh, your past relationships and mistakes that you've made because you were drunk, like all that's, you know, I, I dig into all of that. Um, just kind of as your bestie, like, let's laugh through this. We can do it. You know, wait, I just lost my headphones. Um, so are you going to do an audiobook? Yes. Um, I just, the, just got the audiobook deal. So yes, definitely doing the audiobook. Um, and the, I actually, I don't know if, are, I'm sure you're aware of this. I have to audition to do my own audiobook. Do you know this? I mean, that's bullshit, but whatever. <laughs> There's a lot of bullshit out there. Again, yeah. a good argument for doing this all yourself. Hilarious. That is hilarious. And no, uh, when I was doing traditional, only 3% of books were converted into audio. Oh, and that's so, true. And so I did my Kindle singles, uh, you know, Amazon paid me to do it, but all my other books I've just done on my, I've recorded on my own. Okay, well, well Tony, I'm rooting for you. I don't, you know, it's it's so funny. I, I'm obviously going to audition, but I don't even know that I, I don't know that I want, want the, the job, job, because voice acting is, it's a whole thing. You're not, you know, you're not just sitting there reading your book. It's it is a lot of work. Um, so part of me, I, I know people that will just read the intro and then a professional does the rest of the book. I kind of like that idea, to be honest. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I mean, um, whatever. I mean, I sort of feel like <laughs> I was never a trained TV expert and I just walked in and did it. And I, you know, I think when you're growing up kind of, you know, having auctions to buy video games, you kind of have that kind of thing that <laughs> You can't learn. You just have it or you don't. And technically having a podcast is you're you're professionally doing voice stuff all stuff. the time. Yeah. Um, you know what a lot of people also do? Um, not a lot of people. We did it for one book and I've seen other people do it is a, pro a professional, a narrator, let's just say, will do, will do it. And then they'll do Q&As between each chapter with the author, which your mm. book could really lend itself to. I like to. that. But I, I, yeah, I used to hate recording audiobooks and now I just kind of think it's fun. I mean, and my whole thing is like, launches can be hell, your book can be hell or fun. And I've decided it's going to be fun. Um, there was a story uh, in the bookseller yesterday about all the mental health struggles that first time authors have after their books come out. And I get it. My friend Richard Rushfield used to say, God, I feel so sorry for people the week the book that comes out because everyone's going, congratulations. And you yeah. think your life is going to change overnight. And it, and it, it doesn't, but you are, you know, you have had writer friends for so long and you know the reality so much more than those of us who did it before, who had, you know, nothing, nobody to tell us what it was going to yes, be like. That's true. I mean, I'm very fortunate. I live in New York City. I'm very plugged into the publishing world. Like I said, I go to a lot of book launches. I'm friends with other authors. I take tons of classes about this stuff. Like I, I definitely feel like I know what I'm getting into, 
maybe more than someone who hasn't done that much research, but I still like, again, I have no idea what, what that week is going to be like. I know it's going to be stressful and um, to make matters even more interesting, I am a bridesmaid in a wedding the Saturday before my book comes out. So I'm kind of thinking that might be a good distraction because I'll be there for someone else. I think it's awesome. You know, my book came out three days ago. I went to the LA Times Book Festival. It never occurred to me at a book festival that I was having my book out that day. Didn't even cross my mind. Turns out it was World Book Day. I only realized yeah. on Instagram <laughs> when I got home. And, you know, I had the greatest weekend and the greatest week because I'm just not thinking about it. Because if you're organized and you have a team, then you can just sit back and relax. And that's one mm -hmm. other thing I wanted to ask you. I remember you telling me, um, I started to outsource some of the work to a VA and it got so much easier. Can we talk about yeah. how authors could do that for their launch? Yeah, that, I'm glad you brought that up because that hiring, uh, hiring VAs has been such a game changer for my mental health, for my sanity, my career. Um, everything got easier when I like it. I mean, I hate to say it. It's almost like drinking <laughs> when you get sober. It's like you get to a point where you realize you need help. You have to ask for right, help. Right. Um, and I, I got to that point where I was literally juggling so many things. I was working my day job on a break, trying to cook dinner. And then while dinner was cooking, working on my book proposal. So like, and then I burned dinner, uh, <laughs> clocked in, like clocked in late to my day job. I mean, I was just like, okay, I need help. <laughs> you yeah. know, I was like, I can't do all this by myself. Um, so a friend of mine had a VA and she recommended this program to me. I I found the, a great girl, Sarah, and she is just wonderful. Um, so now she handles all of my emails, my my Google calendar, my um, she does some pitching for me, like affiliate relationships. I work with a lot of non-alcoholic drink brands. Um she manages all of my invoices, which, as you know, as a freelance writer, that is a whole other <laughs> full-time job. She manages all of my invoices for me. I mean, and then it got to the point of where I needed someone to help me with social media. Like, I needed someone who was good with graphic design. So I brought on someone named Anne, and she is wonderful. She does, like, all of the graphics that you see on my newsletter, on my Instagram, on my website, she did all of those um, help me just help me establish like cohesive color story on my Instagram page. And, um, you know, there's all sorts of theory. I, you know, I, ha I also have a retail background, so I'm familiar with how like a cohesive color story helps sell clothing. So I'm wow. applying that to my Instagram and um, website and newsletter as well. I want everything to match my book cover. So oh, she's, she's it. helping me do all of that. So how, okay, as we get towards wrapping up, how, um, well, first of all, what are your top tips for people? And we're still, as we record this, a few months from your launch. But, you know, the smart authors are prepped a few months before their launch. Uh -huh. So what would you recommend? What are your top tips for people to have in place a few months before their launch? Um, I think... As you know, your your advanced readers, who are your advanced readers going to be that are going to leave those reviews and that are going to either post about your book or word of mouth? If they're not on social media, maybe they're going to talk about it in their book club. Maybe they're like, you know, word of mouth is still a classic. Um, 
I think, you know, really making that list. And I think that a book, you know, that is one thing I think a book proposal does is it helps you organize your marketing plan. It helps you know, it helps you list who you know, um, influencers you know, authors you know, book clubs that you're connected to, any brands that you might be affiliated with, people like anything like that, have that list. Um, and then offer, you know, I'm a big fan of bartering. You know, you're asking someone to leave a review is like, is a, you know, like that could, that's kind of a lot, you know, it takes a lot of time to read the book. Um, ask how you can help them if there's anything that they need help with. Um, and I, I honestly, I think if you can afford outsourcing, I can't recommend it enough. I mean, my VAs, uh, they started at like $30 an hour and they're just five hours a week. So, you know, and I think the minimum is like three hours a week for most VAs. You would be amazed at how happy (laughs) you can be if you could outsource at least three hours of work, if you can swing it. And again, if you can't swing it, try bartering as well. You know, like maybe you need a graphic designer and your graphic design friend needs a copywriter. See how you can help each other out. So you, instead of trying to learn Canva on top of promoting a book, work smarter, not harder, you know? Mm. And by the way, uh, there are VAs who cost a lot less overseas where the dollar means more. Um, Hey, anybody, I'm happy to put you in touch with our VA company um, where it's a lot less. We're not a big, we're not big ballers like Tawny Lara. It's, Um, you know, and it's, I, I, I'm, I'm happy. I'm very happy with Sarah and Anne. But if that changes, I will keep you updated. Oh, yeah. There's definitely oh, yeah. cheaper. And like, that's why I mentioned bartering too. Like, yeah, there's so many ways to get help um, doing. Don't try to think that you have to learn how to do everything. You don't. You just, you do need to know what needs to be done. But if the thought of doing that thing overwhelms you, out, that's, that's where I would start with the outsourcing. Try and do that. I love it. So, Tawny, if people want to find out more about you, what's the best place to go and to pre-order the book and all the things? Yeah, I, I would say Instagram's the best one-stop shop. Um, the link in my bio is going to have everything, pre-ordering my book, my newsletter, um, all, all of that's going to be there. Um, my website's tawnylara.com. And the podcast I co-host with Lisa is called Recovery Rocks. Um, and my newsletter is beyond liquid courage. And again, it's, it's, these are all free resources. You know, everything I'm talking about is free. Um, because I do, I, I, you know, in a, in a way, a lot of these free resources are part of my being of service and sobriety, you know, like, Mm -hmm. as you know, being of service is a huge part. So it is a balance of what do I want to give away for free and what am I going to charge for? Um, Mm -hmm and charging for the book <laughs> charging for the parts of the newsletter but uh yeah i i think it's important to have free resources out there you do a lot of free workshops to to help you know like um yeah i'm just i'm glad that you know you're one of my many internet friends turned actual friends i i there's enough there's so much you can say so much shitty things about the internet but i think the good thing is the friendships that can come from being extremely online <laughs> I mean, all thanks to Macklemore. All Honestly, just shout to out Macklemore. to Macklemore. 
you brought us together, Macklemore, Ben, or whatever your real name is. Um, he doesn't even okay. know. He doesn't know. He may not care, is the thing. He may not, yet he may. Um, well, Tawny, thank you so much. And you guys, thank you. Thank you for listening. Thanks so much for listening to the show. And now a request from me. If you've ever used any of the tips or techniques you've heard about from the show, please take a few seconds to give the show a rating or review and find out all about how my company, Legacy Launchpad, writes and launches books at www.legacylaunchpadpub.com. See you next week.